Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Stu, Angie, and Janelle here. Good morning, Angie. Morning. morning. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning to all of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is a free download in the App Store, listening on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Yesterday was pretty busy downtown with Charles and Camilla sampling uh, Beaver Tales. Yeah, it was really good to see crowds in the downtown area yeah. again. Yesterday was a really big win for our city. Regardless if you, you know, care about the Royals at all, to see that many people flood the Byward Market again and stands were busy, yeah. people were buying sandwiches and beaver tails and yeah. Exactly. And- I mean, you think it was all around noon hour, so those people left work and they probably stuck around for some lunch and stuff, mm-hmm. too. And uh, so- yeah, so for the afternoon, once Charles and Camilla uh, d- left the Byward Market, there was a big event at the Shadow Loria that uh, Janelle was at. Ah, uh, big event. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> their annual summer opening of their patio. Yeah, mm. so uh, La Terrasse is open again, and that was actually the first time I'd ever been on uh, that patio. I'm ashamed to say that because it is seriously... You know, one of the nicest views that you can get sure. in Ottawa. Totally. So, mm. uh, yeah, it was really great. They served us up some delicious new food that's on their menu, and it was like fancy food. We had octopus, we had local cheeses and charcuterie. Um, I had a basically what I want to call a shrimp hot dog, and it was amazing. Yum. Okay. <laughs> so, what's a shrimp hot dog? It's just like a roll of shrimp. It was like literally in the form of a hot dog shape. Oh a mini, my God. tiny shrimp. Tube shrimp? <laughs> yeah. <it was>. Okay. <laughs> kind of like a little baby lobster roll, but it was shrimp. Mm, yeah. They have wow. the most delicious cocktails, yeah. everything at mm-hmm. La Terrasse. And it was kind of cool because I don't think that this is something that they've done before, uh, but they announced that that area at the back that has that beautiful view yeah. um, is an area that you can now rent off on your own for special events. Ooh. If you wanted to maybe host a really great birthday party or something there. Um, wow. They're actually going to allow you to rent that out exclusively for events and stuff like that this summer. That's very cool. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Well, I know we, um, I didn't have a chance to go sip the cocktails and taste the food. I was working yesterday <laughs> afternoon, but I happened to be working along the canal down by uh, Dow's Lake and I could not believe the crowds of people there as well. The bikers going by. Oh, yeah. So many cyclists out. There was uh, yoga going on in the park where there was like stroller size going on down and, there. Like there's still part of the Tulip Fest is down yeah, there. Yeah. So yeah. people probably checking that all out before they... they it felt like day. a yeah. Saturday afternoon in the middle of summer and it was a Wednesday afternoon. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to see. Nice to see. That's so good. Life in the city again. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, boys and girls, everyone uses Facebook on a daily basis. Am I correct? Yeah, pretty much. I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, do you know that initially the like button was supposed to be called something else? What? Initially, it was supposed to be called the awesome button. And the minute Mark Zuckerberg heard that, he said to his designers, No, I don't want that. The awesome button? Yes. So, instead of a like button, it would be an awesome button. (laughs) So, it would say under the photo, awesome, and then you would click that? And no. it wouldn't be a thumbs up? It would be, instead of the like button, it would be an awesome button. Okay. Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg hated the idea. Now, I'm not his biggest fan, but I love the, that idea. I think the awesome button would be a little extreme. Because cause if you look at, like, under a photo, it says like, comment, share. So instead of saying the word like, yeah, it, it would, would say be awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, okay. And Zuckerberg nicks it. I mean, you could like something, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's awesome. Exactly. I mean, you could just like something. That's yeah. just okay. <laughs> so, I mean, to say that you think it's awesome, it's a reach. Maybe. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll share that at the campfire this weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be sharing that. I didn't think it was that awesome, Stu. Oh. So what are you going to give it? Not an awesome score? Uh, I give that a four, Stu. I was going to give it a five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Angie? Um, yeah, I'm not surprised you didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a mercy six today. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. To so the scores, we go at ten zero thirty. If you're new to the show, you uh, text in your score from a zero to ten, hopefully a ten, and uh, give yourself a creative handle, like a funny nickname. For example, Stewart's number one favorite fan, only 192 kilometers away, gives him a ten. Thank you. I think you. she's hinting at something. Yeah, she's like long weekend, dude. Come visit your mother. Hey, I don't live that far away, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo, giving it a five mm-hmm. as well. Not enjoying it that much. Um, the Hall of Famers ghostwriter and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Oh, they do think it is an awesome fact, and they give you a seven. No, they said less than awesome oh, fact. less than awesome. <laughs> Never mind. Careful, they'll get kicked out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Mr. Kemp, though, with a ten. Thank you very much. Uh, that fact would not get the awesome button from Cranky Craig, who's giving you a six. Why? It's a good fact. Mm. You guys are crazy. Not really campfire discussion, says Debonair Don. Meh, just okay. Four out of ten. Debonair Don is officially out of the Hall of Fame. You're gone. I, I just took him out of the Hall of Fame. Is Bitterman in the Hall of Fame? Uh, Bitterman is not. Okay. Says, not oh my God, so bad, Stu. You mailed it in and you get a three Ooh. from Bitterman. Ooh. Mm. Bitterman will never be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Uh, I'm not so nice. You're I'll give you a two from Tipsy Tammy. Oh. It's just getting lower and lower and lower. <laughs> Maybe they just hate Facebook and not Who's me. Who's going to send them a zero? Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Point of view, you are the NYU class of 2022, you're having your big graduation, your commencement is at Yankee Stadium of all places, and out walks Dr. Taylor Swift to deliver that commencement address. Oh my God. (laughs) Pretty cool. (laughs) So she was on hand yesterday to speak to the class of 2022. They uh, gifted her or awarded her a uh, doctorate of fine arts, so she's a doctor on paper now, Uh, but she obviously uh, was very inspirational a lot of you know funny moments from her own journey through life which she learned a lot of lessons from and she talked about the fact that her own education journey involved being homeschooled on a tour bus but she said I can't really complain about not having a normal college experience to you because you went to NYU during a global pandemic yeah, yeah totally and did classes over zoom etc so here's just like one clip of uh, great advice I thought that she offered up life can be heavy, especially if you try to carry it all at once. Part of growing up and moving into new chapters of your life is about catch and release. You can't carry all things, all grudges, all updates on your ex, all enviable promotions your school bully got at the hedge fund his uncle started. Decide what is yours to hold and let the rest go. Mm. Ooh, wow. 
We often carry yeah. that stuff and wise, value yeah. it. Wise in her young years. Very wise. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Tom Cruise had quite the night last night at the Cannes Film Festival. He uh, was premiering his movie Top Gun. He got a five-minute standing ovation from the crowd. Wow. Like, imagine how long five minutes is when you're standing there and people are just clapping for you. Yeah. That's a long time. That's an eternity. And he was gifted something that is so super rare, but the Cannes Film Festival gifted him what they call the Palme d'Or gold. So uh, they have only given this to 15 actors, directors over the 75-year history. And he had no idea it was coming, and they gifted it to him for his uh, incredible contribution to the film industry over the years. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He was clutching it. Like, he's like, I'm never letting it go. (laughs) Like, he was seriously emotional, and they had the jets flying overhead and the whole thing. He really rolled out the red carpet in Cannes for for, uh, Tom Cruise yesterday. It was his day. And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Sometimes the weirdest things can set off your entire day and just ruin it. And look, (laughs) I know that this is little, but this was a serious trigger. And Adam knows that this is an issue, but he continually still does it because he knows it pisses me off. (laughs) What did Adam do now? (laughs) It's another Adam day. Uh, Okay, so there are certain things that we take seriously that aren't serious in any manner or at all. Like most people don't consider it to be a serious issue, but we all have those little things that we take very seriously. Yeah. And I take the way um, you remove peanut butter from the jar very seriously. How so? You go in with a knife, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you go in with a knife, but you only scrape off just like the top layer. You do not dig into the peanut butter jar and dig huge, burrow a hole into it. You just gently scrape it off the top, and the peanut butter jar should always be flat on top. Oh, man. <laughs> should always you're... be flat on top, guys. You Janelle? would not survive in my house. You're, you're... I have a crater down the middle. That looks oh! like the San Andreas Fault. <laughs> no. Janelle, yeah. you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. Yes, you are. You got to do this with ice cream as well. You could do <laughs> Oh my gosh, the ice cream? The yes. Definitely, if I opened up the carton of ice cream, I would find an ice cream volcano down the center yeah. at my the house. The same in my house. Mm-hmm. Stuff drives me insane. So like, you do ice cream flat off the top and then it stays flat. flat. It's got to be flat. It's just like, it's like a weird obsession that it just needs to be flat. <laughs> and Adam knows this, so like he'll open up a jar. He's like, I know who had this last. And then he just like <laughs> takes a huge bowl into it and like, oh my gosh. So that got us talking about something. Things that you take super serious that really aren't that serious. Stu, what's yours? Oh, God. Everything. To be loaded. <laughs> Everything. Everything. The dishwasher not being loaded right. The uh, things in the kitchen not being put away properly. Uh, little bits on the floor in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Everything. all of it. Yes. <laughs> it's all the stupid stuff that I, I said I wouldn't get mad at, but mm-hmm. I still get mad at Why it. so serious? <laughs> but I'm not as crazy as Janelle with the, the, the peanut butter. Okay. Well, okay. Are you as crazy as this? So the thing that I take super serious is my spice cupboard. And I don't know why. I mean, if you go into my Tupperware drawer, all of that's a nightmare. But the spice cupboard, I have like, I don't have the, um, you know, like the little jars of spices. Yeah. I have like the um, Ziploc little, you know, like the, the bags baggies that, of spices. Yeah. Yeah. Spaces, right? buy, yeah, yeah. So I have a basket. I have two baskets, actually, because I have two shelves of spices. Ooh. But I have all of the little baggies 
alphabetized. No, you <laughs> I don't. do. I do. Cayenne, cumin, like they go like literally alphabetized in the top basket and then the bottom basket. And when they get out of order, I get very triggered because <gasps> I always keep them in order. But otherwise, it's impossible to find the one that you need. And I refuse to keep looking through every single one of those bags every time. And I use a lot of spices. So yeah. I mean, help me, please. In, in theory, I'm working with. I'm working with two crazy ladies here. Help me, please. <laughs> Rescue me. It's a great system. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Because right now what I do, I rifle through all of my spices and I'm yes. like, where's the one that I'm looking for? Yeah. And then, you know, then you end up grabbing the uh, cayenne when you need the chili peppers, you know, like all of that. So stuff, who's so. the culprit in your house? Have you narrowed it down to who's triggering yes, you? Yes. It's my oldest daughter <laughs> because she started making these spicy ramen noodles that she saw on TikTok and then she's going through all my spices and now when, when I'm going A, B, C, D... <gasps> there's a C in here that shouldn't be with the P's and like, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, that's that's another level of crazy. Sorry. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Hey, mister, I take everything seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least we pick and choose. You just like blanket it all. So what is something not super serious, but that you just take very seriously? Some of you have some very funny answers to this that we're going to get to, but we want you to call us. Yeah, give us a call, 750-1100. Tell us something that you take seriously that the rest of the world doesn't. Well, us asking you this question, what is something not super serious you take very seriously, is a lesson in why some people just are not compatible. (laughs) 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 Because some people are really over the top about some things here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Let's get into it with Heather and the laundry debate. Laundry, don't mix it up. You don't wash it all together. You got to separate the colors and wash the dry fit separately. Hang to dry. Like, there's just so many rules when it comes to laundry. And I am with you, Heather. You got to take laundry seriously. My husband drives me nuts with this because in their laundry room, I have a basket just for towels and then a basket for clothes. And he always picks up all of his clothes and all the towels and puts them all in one basket. I'm like, there's another one for towels. Drives me nuts. Adam had no idea that you were supposed to separate like colors and like lights. <laughs> and I, when we first got together, and I was like, "You're gonna ruin all of like the white shirts, like light, like pale pastel yep. colors. Like you cannot put that in the load with like jeans. You're just gonna ruin all your clothes." Totally. Yeah. Speaking of colors, I can relate to Crystal's comment on her Facebook page. She goes, "Mixing Play-Doh colors together. Yes, your Play-Doh pizza must be all one color." Yeah. That used to drive me crazy with my daughter. She would mix all the colors. Yeah. Uh, I would be like Isabella. You just have brown Play-Doh at yeah. the end of it, all. like marbly brown Play-Doh. <laughs> I have a friend who's super extra about her son's Lego. So she has all of his Lego organized by color. Really? Yeah. Like specific bins. Like this is only red Lego. This is only blue Lego. This is yellow. And when they get it mixed up, she goes in and like sorts it like on a Saturday. Who has time to do that? (laughs) She does. I don't know. (laughs) She's crazy. Uh, Kathleen had a interesting one. She said not wearing her race shirt during the race she receives it for. So... For example, she's registered for Ottawa Race Weekend, half marathon. She said, I'll pick up my race kit on the 27th, but I will not wear that T-shirt during the race. She said, you need to earn that shirt, and that comes after you cross the finish line. Then you put your race shirt on. She's like, I don't wear it for the race that I'm in. That's a good concept. I don't think many racers do that. Like You normally always see them wearing that that shirt that they got that day. Yeah. I like 
like it. It's yeah. motivation. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is why I don't race. <laughs> <laughs> Too many things to figure out. <laughs> uh, so Michelle on our Facebook page, she says that like she's so serious about this that overnight guests understand that this is the way things work in their household. You do not use the peanut butter knife to get jam out of the jam jar for your toast. No. <laughs> no, that's no. not. It's just no mixing of breakfast condiments around here, she That's says. why there's a cutlery drawer. Go get another knife. <laughs> <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? As if being a new parent isn't stressful enough, this ongoing baby formula shortage has parents just panicked. I don't even have a child that I'm feeding formula to, and I am panicked for these parents. I just Uh, don't even understand it. I saw a photo from Manatech. And that CFRA posted. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, so Bill Carroll took a picture yesterday, a manatee of the store shelves, like empty at the shoppers. Like it's flooded here. And obviously it has impacted the U.S. store shelves. Uh, plant shutdown, recent recall, all of it affecting the top brands too. Um, and that's affecting the Ottawa Food Bank too. They can't find supply anywhere. And so much so that U.S. President Joe Biden invoked the Defense Production Act which is like unheard of, to reopen the plant, speed up production, uh, authorizing flights to import supply. It's called Operation Fly Formula. Wow. Like that's how serious this is. But even with that, it could still take months to get the supply back to, you know, full stock on the shelves. And so many parents relying on, you know, specialty formulas with babies with like reflux, et cetera, and Mm -hmm. intolerances and all of this. It just, I I can't even imagine what it's like. Like Parents in Ottawa are having to travel to four or five, six stores just to try to find anything right now. And that's stressful enough. Oh, it's horrible. So once your toddler is on solid foods, you will have to hope they don't spend all your money on cheeseburgers like this two-year-old did. So one mom has gone viral learning the hard way that her two-year-old cannot be trusted with her phone because he has figured out how to order DoorDash. He ordered... 31 cheeseburgers from McDonald's to her house. I love this kid. She posted the picture, hilarious, him sitting beside a table full of burgers, 31 free cheeseburgers from McDonald's. If anyone is interested, she posted on her community board. And people were actually coming by and taking some burgers (laughs) off her hands. (laughs) Honestly, this kid's so cute there, just sitting there eating his burger. Yeah. 31. Another (laughs) reminder to lock your phone. Yeah. Exactly. Time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, Janelle, who's made the cut? All right, this morning we have on the line with us uh, Jennifer and Andrew. Stu, you and Jennifer will be playing first. Good morning, Jennifer. Hello. You ready to win? We are. All right, uh, choice of categories, please, Janelle. Thank you to Kathy Landry for sending these in. We have spring or summer. Which do you like? Let's go with summer. Summer, yes. In three, two, one. You're going to take the family. You're going to go down to the, the water. What's on the water? Yes. And if you're not going to the beach, you're going uh, in the woods. What do you call that? Hike. No, you're going... Um, Walking. No, you're going to summer... Camp. Yes. And uh, you're going to drink a lot of, not wine, but... What Lemonade. Molson? What, what is that? Oh, beer. Yes, and you're, if you're not going to drive, you're going to you're going to get on this two wheel thing. Bike. Yes, and uh, you t- you're taking a one or two week. Oh, 
Vacation. Yes, yeah. vacation's right for the buzzer. for the buzzer. Yeah, you guys ended up with four. Not a bad score, though. Good job. Nice job, Jennifer. Hang on the line. And we'll go to Andrew. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Good morning. So we have to beat four to steal the okay. win. Okay. And again, our category is? Spring. Spring stuff. Okay, you ready? Okay. Ready. All right, here we go. These drops fall from the sky. Rain. Yep. Uh, there's a festival for these flowers. Tulip festival. Yes. Uh, these are the fluffy things in the in the sky. Clouds. Yes. Uh, red breast. What kind of bird is that? What? Uh, you uh, know. Robin? Like, yes. Good. Uh, kids like to jump in these. They're wet. Oh. Pardon. Say it. Cool. No, they jump in them with rubber boots. Oh, puddle. Yeah, and they go swinging and sliding at the uh, ah. playground. Mm-hmm. It, it was the park. It was the park, but Did it doesn't it? matter. Yeah, you guys we still got, got it. it. We still got it. Woo! <laughs> got about one. Good job, Andrew. It in. Awesome. <laughs> Your phone cut out there for a second. I was like, Did he say it? Did he say it? <laughs> All right, tell Andrew what he's won. You are off to the movies. We've got a pair of passes and treats for two to Landmark Cinema plus a, um, yeah, treats for two. Landmarkcinemas.com for all your tickets and showtimes for movie lovers. Awesome. Thank you. Enjoy. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. So, you know, you've lived a good life. You've seen some things. You've done some things. You've accomplished some things. And now it's your final curtain call. <laughs> what song <laughs> is playing on your way out? Wow. <laughs> that is apparently what we need to know, thanks to the funeral song generator. You know, this, as much as like we, we say this is morbid and stuff, you can't tell me that you've never thought about what your funeral might be. Glory days. <laughs> uh, no, but here's the thing. Just by answering a few questions on this generator, things like your favorite color, which is random, uh, what type of person you are, if you're lighthearted, this, that, um, you know, what uh, your expectations are for your funeral. Do you want something very traditional? Do you want just a celebration of life? So you go through and you answer some of these questions. And at the end of it all, they show you what song is tailored to you for your funeral. Yeah. And I went through it and I didn't understand uh, why they asked me what kind of flowers I like. Because yeah. I don't care. Well, because I guess because the flowers are going to be around you. <laughs> yeah. Listen. I entered everything, I think, correctly, and I came up with... This song. Oh, your eyes would be closed. <laughs> I don't want to fall asleep. You're such a forget. Well, you're missing everything from this point on. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's a random funeral song. Aerosmith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was like a love song. I, like I think of uh, Armageddon. Was yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Am Absolutely. I Bruce Willis? Am I going to blow up with the, with the asteroid? <laughs> okay, so um, this is the song that I got when I went through and did mine. Fleetwood Mac. What is this called? The Chain. <laughs> it's actually a song I really love, so I don't hate that, um, you know, it was chosen for me. I don't know the words of that song. Like, what about the words of it? Like, is like... You don't love me now, you'll never love me again, oh. is what it oh. says. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I went 
all the way through. And you know what? It's funny because I picked what I thought was everything lighthearted. Like I'm a lighthearted person. I want a celebration of life. I don't want anyone to be sad. I want people to wear bright colors. Like I went through thinking this whole thing, like I'm going to get like some kind of like fun pop song or something. And then this is what it generated for me. I'm crying at my own funeral. (laughs) Boys to men, end of the road. Yes. End of the road. How perfect. This is so dark. I guess there goes my party plans for my funeral. Everyone's sad now. super fun though but like you have to try it absolutely and uh, ironically it's a company it's a it's a life insurance company from the UK who's done this of course (laughs) so if you want to do it for yourself go to sunlife.co.uk and um, figure out what song to play at your funeral (laughs) (laughs) Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu Angie and Janelle on Move 100 What's Trending So, a Quebec teen has broken the record for the fastest time to solve a Rubik's Cube while blindfolded. Ooh. How? Blindfolded? Yes. So, what they do is he studies the Rubik's Cube. It's like, you know, all scrambled, and he looks at it for a period of time and, like, kind of memorizes it, and then they put the blindfold on him and start the timer. That's madness. 15.8 seconds he solved it blindfolded. (gasps) Whoa. I know. It's bananas. So he started the Rubik's Cube when he was six years old. He solved it the first time. His dad said he was hooked. And now he practices like up to five hours a day. Oh, that's that's insane. What? How does he, he have that it. kind of time? He's a student as well? Maybe just a, a night owl with his cube? I wow. don't know. But does it all from memory just by simply looking at it and then... He's like, yeah, I just got to twist it, bop it, turn it, pull it. Unbelievable. (laughs) That is crazy. And that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. We want to give a shout out to St. Gregory's Catholic Elementary School in Carleton Place. They are the top fundraising school across Canada for the Heart and Stroke Foundation's Jump Rope for Heart campaign this year. That's impressive. The campaign ends tomorrow, and St. Gregory has raised more than $23,000 in the past month for Heart and Stroke. What's even more impressive is the school is made up of just under 500 students, all kindergarten to grade three. Whoa. These are little ones. Tops in the country. So, I mean, kindergarten to grade three, that is young. So some of them didn't even know how to skip yet. (laughs) I know my kindergartner hasn't mastered it yet. (laughs) So uh, they've been watching videos and learning how to skip. They were using hula hoops to start, going outside, practicing every day. But a motivating factor in the school's success was the personal connection to Heart and Stroke through their principal, Paula Perot. So she told the kids her story, which was that her husband had a stroke a year ago. So some of the kids decided they were going to jump for her husband, Bob. So they were jumping for Bob and some were jumping for other family members, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles. Uh, She said, but they made those personal connections that they were jumping for somebody, something they could see. And that motivated them even more to make a difference. So uh, to have raised the most money across the country and being only kindergarten to grade three and all of that is such a big deal. So congratulations, staff and students of St. Gregory in Carleton Place. High fives to all of you. Totally. Totally. Well done. And that's all the feels on Move 100.